0: Hi, everybody. Thank you for downloading the podcast and for supporting the show. You are listening to Extreme Restraints University. Are you sure?
1: <laughs> Welcome to Extreme Restraints University. We are so glad you could be here again this month. And this month, as always, Aiden Starr, myself, Ian Rath. And this month, we're lucky enough to have Charlotte Sins on. Hi, Charlotte.
0: Hello. I'm so happy to be here with you Thank you for, oh, having yeah, yes, very for having me. Thank thanks for having me. We're, we're very
1: happy to have you. Aiden, as I ask every month, like I don't know what's going on, but it's just the format. He doesn't. Because I don't. I'm a mushroom. What are we talking about this month?
2: Um, role play. Role play. Yes. And so, like cat role play or whatever this is. A coyote. Fox. What is this? Is this a coyote tail? Fox tail. Yeah. It can be whatever
0: it, Whatever
1: you want in, in your role play. An
2: animal of some kind. That's the beauty
0: of role play. You could make up your own animal. You could be some... Bizarre troll creature from a bridge. I don't know. Make up your own animal in your role play scenario. Pussy troll. You could be a pussy troll.
1: You could be troll. You could make up any kind of animal or you whatever. So role play. So role play would be typified (laughs) by. That's how we're gonna start (laughs) this. Role play would Uh be typified as you being or doing something that you not necessarily would normally. That you're not that you're not.
2: You could also be a teacher or
0: but, but an art a good point teacher. Earlier about the, it, it's the it's the power dynamic. Like that's really what role play is, right? It's like you're putting a power dynamic into a scenario that you might not get to actually experience in your real life. Could you give us an example? Um, <laughs> hmm. you're like,
1: Mm-mm. On the I spot.
0: I guess my personal role play, yes. I like to do in my personal life yes. isn't necessarily like a teacher. This It's anything where I'm like, a good girl where I'm just kind of being okay. told what to do. I like to be like a sex doll. So that's kind of my role play. Okay, that is a role. Is play. A role yeah. play. Objectification yes. role play. Yes, but I want to be a good girl. I don't want to be degraded. And I know everybody's kind of like different objectification goes differently. It's sure. like I wanna be admired and worshipped in mine. It's yes, not just yes, like yes. I'm a useless piece of furniture, which that might do it for you. You might wanna be a useless piece of but furniture. But you're a valuable I'm a valuable, doll. I'm an expensive yeah, piece of furniture yes, that will be yes, worshiped. Yes. So that's kind of the role play that I do in my day-to-day life. Is, Meaning uh, that there
2: can be role play and there can be DS and there doesn't need to be humiliation or degradation. You can be really nice to your submissive mm-hmm. and tell them how pretty and amazing they are. Well,
1: and role play does not have to have a DS dynamic, but it can.
2: Mm-hmm. It doesn't, but it can. It mm-hmm. Doesn't
1: necessarily. No, have you to, can but be. Can. You can
2: be dog for dog. Yeah. Sometimes that happens or where everyone's a dog. Two puppies. Two puppies. Boys. Or two teachers
1: mm-hmm.
2: who are uh, being <laughs> bad teachers bad together. teachers. I'm sorry, it's silly. <laughs> or a piglet teacher and an aardvark teacher. What do we say this was again? Fox. Definitely not an aardvark. Sorry about, an aardvark. about
1: that.
2: Pussy um, troll. A pussy troll. A pussy troll teacher. <laughs> now we're just being ridiculous.
1: Yeah. But well, so, not now. So what we were talking about earlier is what not to do in role play. Mm-hmm. And what did we talk about in not to do in role play? Don't do anything that is going to upset your partner. Don't say you're having an affair on your partner. Don't say, you know, my partner's really ugly and you're really gorgeous. Because that's just going to set up a bad dynamic in the future. So don't do stupid things that you think are hot in the moment. Think downstream. For for example,
0: like if with your girlfriend you want to pretend that she was someone... That wasn't your girlfriend, but in a context where it's like, oh, I'm cheating on my partner with you. That doesn't really make so, any sense, and that's going to just kind of probably leave your partner feeling insecure after the scene is over. It might be like really a, hot in the moment, but afterwards yeah. you might yeah. just have don't, left don't. with feelings of like, oh, does my boyfriend want to cheat on me now? Is like, that his fantasy? Like, So what you're talking about there is psychological edge
2: play. And most people think that edge play is just a physical endeavor, but it's not. It can be psychological as well. And the concept of cheating, um, lying, anything that would make you feel bad in real life is going to be an edge play. So if you do that, just be very aware, like Ian Rath said that, or, and Charlotte said that you can have bad feelings that come up afterwards. So we don't recommend doing that kind of edge play. It's not a great idea.
0: I feel like there's other ways to kind of engage in that like taboo of maybe like having sex with someone you shouldn't be having sex with or in a place you shouldn't be doing it without it making your partner feeling like weird and insecure about your relationship, you know? So it's like, there's other ways to kind of engage in that fantasy without it being like harmful. Harmful. Yeah, don't
1: do things that are harmful. The other thing that you want to do is you're not probably going to get this right the first time you do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You may spend a lot of time laughing
0: and feeling really silly and, and th- because aardvarks
1: because
2: They're, it's funny sometimes it's a if, funny word. if
1: you're trying to do a role play scene with your partner and you keep laughing or they keep laughing don't get upset with them just, yeah, just go with it it's yeah. fine don't worry about because it because you will get better let's say let's say we're gonna do a scene and we're gonna do uh uh you're a student i'm a teacher and you do have a hall and pass anteaters. yes all right you don't have a hall pass and i'm like Where's your hall pass? This is the third time this week I've caught you. I've caught you in the hall without hall pass. But all of a sudden it strikes you funny, and we start laughing. Just go with the laughter because you're supposed to be having a good time, and then crack up a little bit with each other, and then see if you can bring it back around to being in character. Uh, you know, it's very difficult to go. Uh, ma'am, I pulled you over because you have a broken taillight. I'd like to see your driver's license and registration. Mm-hmm. And you just might start laughing.
0: Well, and, like, I think that laughter is good. if, As long as you're not, like,
1: laughing, laughing at, at
0: someone who doesn't want to be laughed yeah. at. But it's like, you should be laughing during sex. It's like a positive feeling. Like, laughing feels good. Sex feels good. Those things can, like, happen at the same time. They should go you together. Know? Yes, they go together. Like, you should be, like, laughing and having fun. And, like, take if you're taking it so seriously, it's going to feel... Like school, I don't know. Another thing (laughs) that's really
2: nice about role play is that allows you to kind of separate your um, sexual persona from your um, day to day persona, and your day to day persona obviously has a gender identity and has social programming and shame associated with certain sex acts or um, inclinations that are very natural. Um, And so it's really nice to be able to be a kitty cat or a piglet or a puppy or a teacher or a student or whatever um, Because that can really free you from the concept of what you thought was a bad idea for you to enjoy for example Mm -hmm. Masturbating in front of someone we all know that masturbating in front of someone is completely natural and really healthy and really good for you and most um, warm-blooded, uh, Western people who are raised in Americans, and, uh, in America and are Americans the way we are, uh, think that masturbation is private and shameful and they feel a little bad or, like, they get an oogie. Weird. Yeah, yeah they feel weird about masturbating in front of someone. But if you're, um, slutty piglet, slutty piglet doesn't think that masturbation is gross because slutty piglet is free. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of, like, separating yourself from your ego or your it and just being free Free to express yourself and accept maybe portions of yourself that you had repressed is a really great way to engage in a role play scenario yeah. and yeah. why people should do it.
1: And there are a whole host of props and toys. That you don't necessarily need props and toys, but if you want but props and toys. But they're fucking
2: great. But they're fun. Like so this piggy butt plug. If
1: you want to be slutty piglet, mm-hmm. got a little little curly, curly tail butt plug for you.
2: That you could put in your butthole and put your butt up in the air and play ring toss on. I'm definitely doing that this weekend.
1: And be a Little Wait. Slutty Piglet if you want to be, um, you want to grab this? Little Slutty Piglet. What
2: is this p- called? So this is an Extreme Restraints toy.
1: It's a little pigtail. It's a Just little pigtail. Tail. So, Don't pig. put it with
2: the aardvark tail, though, because now there's fuzz and all over it. And
1: this is really adorable. I'm it's fucking a, obsessed with that. Yeah. This is really cute. It's really good.
0: That's why I think like having something I don't know like this, you know. It's like then when you put this on, like you're saying, you're not. I'm not Charlotte anymore. I'm a sexy puppy, and all that shame and stigma and stuff is like not associated with the puppy. So
1: it so the little the little puppy tail wags, and it wags it it wags in different ways and at different speeds. And it's
0: vibrating at the same time. And it vibrates at the same time.
1: So you put the the puppy hood. You get the puppy tail, and then you're just a gorgeous little, hot little puppy. I
2: would also like to say that if you are a top and you, or if you, okay, if you are a person who gives sensation to somebody else and you want to wear this, and you want to wear this, in your butt at the same time, and then also give sensation to somebody, that's completely fucking fine. There's no tops do this, and they don't do that, and bottoms do this, and they don't do
0: that. Tops don't get penetrated, and tops don't do that, no. Fuck that shit.
2: Tops do what the
0: tops
2: wanna do. Also, so do submissives, like do whatever the fuck you want. So if you, for example, are a penis haver, or if you have the outdoor plumbing, and you wanna wear this, and you wanna have this in your asshole, and you wanna have your tail wagging, while you then take your penis, and you put it into somebody else's hole, or they suck it or whatever happens with your penis do that shit
0: Well I think also like we're saying you know on the I think we're talking about on the bottom side sometimes it's easier if you have some kind of role play because all the shame and everything same with like a top like if you want to experiment experiment with being a top with your partner, it might be, feel kind of weird to be like mean or top your partner that you like love and cherish but if you kind of bring in a role play dynamic where you're not you know the partner now you are the daddy or the you know whatever you want to be. Now it's kind of a little bit easier. You kind of separate that relation, you know, separate a little bit, so it doesn't feel as like weird to be. Well, mean you don't to if, your when, you're, if, when
1: you when you dominate somebody, you don't have to be mean to them.
0: Yeah, you, yeah. You
1: don't have to be. But great it's like being dominant
0: over your partner, like because right. it might, you know, if you're not used to that, like if your relationship, maybe your partner who wants to be dominated is usually the more dominant person in your personal relationship. Right. Yeah. But in a sexual context, they, they want, to want to be submissive. They want to be submissive, but might you not? You might not know how to approach that, so kind of like having a a character or something that you inhibit when you top them might make it a little bit easier.
1: But right. find you can find somebody that you want to channel or some kind of character. Yeah, mm-hmm. just throw that over there. That you want to <laughs> I was gonna pick character.
2: it up later. I'm not gonna leave it there forever. Or
1: you could do a very a very loving, caring role play, mm-hmm. dom submissive scene, and tell them how. So you wanted to be a princess, right? Mm-hmm. Tell you what an amazing princess you were and how good you are at whatever it is and how gorgeous you are, and then. Exactly. And then ask you to pose mm-hmm. and tell tell her how sexy she is as she's moving around. Maybe a little, a couple of turns around on the ground crawling and like, ooh, isn't that beautiful and sexy? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be mean. Yeah. You can be very I guess I uplifting. should have
0: used dominant, because yeah, dominating doesn't always mean being mean. It can be. But it can be kind of awkward for some people to top for the first time too. Just like it's kind of a little intimidating to bottom, it's a little kind of funny and weird to like you know, dominate someone for the first time as well. You
1: will laugh, you will laugh a lot. And when you start, if you start topping or if you're, you're, you've just started topping right now and laugh, when you make a mistake is either apologize if you've hurt somebody or if you've just said something stupid, just stop and laugh and- Yeah, take accountability and then change your behavior.
2: And and then change
1: your behavior. But you're going to screw up, know that you're going to screw up. Nobody, nobody does this perfectly. And just learn as you go. Uh, role play, dominating, being submissive, just, just everybody chill.
0: And I think also accepting that there's never going to be a point where you know everything about all sorts of BDSM and dominating, like even people who have been around doing it for, you know, decades, years, probably accept that they always have something to learn about people. Yeah, always, you always. always. Have something to learn. You're not going to reach a point where you're like, I'm a perfect dom and I have nothing to learn. Like you should always be open to learning from your partners and from other always. people in the community.
1: Well, you have to, so if you're... Uh, monogamous, right? Ugh. You really. I know. Shh, 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 shh. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. If you close your ears. Put, put your idea. put your fingers in ears. Put your fingers in ears. Go ahead. If you're monogamous, yeah. Bad word here. You you really have to know your partner. Yeah. Their ins and outs, what they like, what they hate, what they love, uh, how much pressure to use, how much pressure not to use, and you'll get dialed into them. But ask them. Just ask. Yeah. generally your partner is very helpful with that because yeah. they want the pleasure yeah
2: don't assume that Never somebody assume. who has a butt plug like a pig butt plug in them like wants to oink because you don't know that you have to ask them first yeah
0: like so um thing- someone might want to engage in pet play without having to bark or oink or yeah. other yeah because That's they have
2: their own assume. way they want to do it yeah don't assume that or that they're going to want to fuck a crazy demon dick i mean ooh, hey <laughs> squishy uh, oh this is nice that's a nice one that's why it's that's a out, good that demon one the balls are a little much for me per se but like those are definitely balls and if you like that thing there they are um don't assume that somebody's going to want to do some weird ass shit when they do a role play maybe it's just that they want to wear kitty cat ears and get fucked the way they always do yeah. it can be that or it can be like acting like you know you're in whatever version Whoa. of underworld you subscribe to or do not subscribe to in the moment and having demon dick with giant demon ball sex
1: well so this is this is from the monster cock series there's a whole bunch of them creature cock. creature cock. sorry you i don't know i always screw that up. up creature cocks thank you very much i appreciate you're it you're welcome creature cocks so these no i'm not going to take it just hold it up just hold it up just come on come on you my can wiener. do it
2: <laughs> it's, my can hold your it's my wiener you your
1: creature cock wiener up with the balls with the balls
2: look at these balls <laughs> I mean, these are like... I feel like they're almost like disproportionate balls. So I, I don't know. They're kind of fun looking. They're,
1: they're full balls. Although, I have a question. For you.
2: Why is it like squishy ball sack up here too? Oh, because it's a creature. Because it's a creature. Please continue. Yeah, Thank you, you so much. More.
1: But if, you've, if you want to do role play and... Th- I think there's, what, four, five, six, seven, eight of these things in the line. They all look different.
2: And you want whatever to... going to say to each other. You want to
1: have sex with a demon dick? Perfect. And Halloween? Well, we're going to be past Halloween, but... When it's only one out. day
2: past Halloween. Yeah. Get that shit on sale, dude. Every day can be Halloween. Get you your demon dick him. fucking outfit on sale yeah. to go with your demon dick and dress up like and have a demon dick. Or so whatever. if you
1: want to wear like a little demon makeup and then and then fuck your demon dick for your partner, yeah, or have your partner fuck you with a demon dick. Cheers. Demon dick. Demon. I demon just dick. want to say it a few
0: more. Times. What do you guys think is the best way to approach a new or old partner about wanting to do role play that you've never experienced? Oh, that's experienced a that's before. that's
1: a little iffy. Uh pretty directly you know yeah just really pretty directly
0: you're
2: also yeah. sitting with a Scorpio and a Virgo and we're like hey what's up you wanna fuck or not yeah yeah so I think it's so personality based yeah um, I think that there can definitely be like a form of directness that doesn't end up coming across well because it makes the person feel like that's all you want them for Mm -hmm. so i would say that while you do want to be direct and not passive aggressive you also want to consider that there are other forms of intimacy that are not role player sexual Mm -hmm. so you can say like hey i'd love to engage in a romantic evening with you what do you think would be the best way to, for you to feel my affection for you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you can say like, oh, thank you so much for asking. I would love to go to dinner first. I would love to receive presents first. And then you can express your love language to me. Yeah. And maybe your love language does include presents that are butt plugs and maybe it's not. Yeah. And then once I cared about you as a human being, I could be direct mm-hmm. and say, hey, babe, I am. Um...
1: Got a demon dick.
0: Yeah. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think, think
0: also, about this demon dick right thinking here. Thinking about how important this role play scenario is to you. Like, if your partner, you're. You is, If it's completely a hard no for them, oh, is take that, no for an answer. Take no for an answer. Yeah. You know, don't expect, like, it's okay, be direct, no is okay, and I guess that's time for you to evaluate how important is this role play scenario to you. Is it going to be a relationship ender? Or is it something you're just kind of like, I can do it on my own or live without? You it? and I were
2: also talking about that earlier, that yeah. if you really need something sexual, like you really need a demon dick in your asshole, and your partner does not want to put a demon dick in your asshole, you could put that demon dick in your asshole all by yourself. Mm-hmm. It is it's got a sticky, a sucky, a sucky.
1: Sucky cup.
2: It's got a sucky very sucky. Ooh stuff. yeah. It's got a strong I got you on that one. Sucky. It's got a strong ass fucking sucky. You suck that motherfucker down and you can squat and, and away take you the go. Yeah. all but night I, long.
1: I think it falls into two categories, right? Mm-hmm. If you're just starting a relationship with somebody in the first couple of dates, in the first couple of weeks, and generally before you have sex with them, you want to talk about what your sexual needs and desires, See if you match up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finding
2: you know, out the hard way is horrible. Yeah. I did that yeah. where I would have sex with people and then find out that they were a top also, and then it would be like us clacking our heads against each mm-hmm. other, and I'm like, hey, can we eat some fruit and watch a horror movie and still be friends? And the answer was always yes, because they were really nice people. But yeah. I also figured that we couldn't have person-on-person sex. But because I'm polyamorous, which you should all be as, well, fuck monogamy, it's the same thing as misogyny. Anyway, um, everyone should have sex with more than one person. Or maybe not. I don't know. But maybe think about it. Just consider it. About it. Con- just fucking consider it. That's all I'm asking. What?
1: There's really two ways this works. If you're in a new relationship or you're... Like I said, just starting a new relationship, mm-hmm. it's best to talk about your sexual predilections before you have sex, so you make sure you match up. Well, also and before
0: you get really connected, like emotionally yeah, connected. Emotionally,
1: yeah, emotionally, yeah, emotionally Involved and stuff, yeah. And then, but if, you, if you're if you in a long-term relationship, it can be very difficult to bring up new sexual adventures that mm-hmm. you might want to do, depending on yeah. what kind Yeah,
2: of, if you're monogamous, which is your problem in the first right, place.
1: Which is, which is...
2: What?! <laughs> I'm not wrong. Which nice. is difficult
1: because people's sexual tastes and picadillos change Man. and evolve over yep. the course of years, and if you don't have a good relationship with your partner where you can go, hey, um, I was thinking at this point in our relationship, I we we should I start playing. with piggy. I want to be a little piggy. How do you feel about me being a little piggy? And it's, it. they can say no, but they can't call you out. And
0: you also, if you don't already have trust, communication, respect between you and your partner before that, that could be a really alarming thing. You well, feel you, like you, you don't know them at all. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? All of a sudden you want this? We, we don't even communicate about our, you know? So it's like, if you don't already have a good communication between your partner, it's probably going to be a little, um, not a great conversation if you just blindside them with like, I want this really intense Sexual thing Yeah but, don't
2: say it Like while you're driving To the grocery store To get milk randomly As you're like talking About your grocery list Be like hey Can you fuck me in the ass Like a pig later I would totally do that though. Yeah. well, was well like, you would
1: do that I mean I, I wouldn't I, say I,
2: Fuck me in the ass I would say hey Can I fuck you in the ass Like a pig later bro Because like
1: But you're a post-apocalyptic robot
2: Yeah I
0: am It's true Aardvark but or if, you're, if, or if or you're a being x- that has a hard time with feelings and communicating, unlike Aiden, who is just like no, you're the talking best about how communication, like, communicator I've ever met. I'm the honestly. worst communicator. You're So forward though, and I think that's like you don't get into a situation because like right when someone meets you, they know what you're about, what you, especially in a sexual context, you know, like you're not hiding anything, you're not ashamed of any of your sexual kinks, which I think a lot of people. I don't, honor. but I think that that gives me like a somehow a lack of empathy. Like I have learned empathy
2: for. Like how people normally are, mm-hmm. where they're like, maybe this makes me feel funny. I like, do I'm just you feel like, shame around you. Yeah, I'm like, what's up? You want to get fucked or like, whatever? Not, yeah. I don't well, give a shit. Well,
1: maybe one, one of the avenues that you can go down is to not talk about specific sexual acts if you're in a long term relationship, but just start an open communication about sex and just start talking about your, your sex life a little bit and see how that goes mm-hmm. and then ramp it up over the course of days or weeks or months until you finally feel comfortable in saying, Hey, I would like to do uh, some fox play that's with you. Aardvark. How do you feel? Or Aardvark. No, that's a fox. How would you like Aard. to do some fox play? Or, or baby, I really love you and we've never done this and what I'd like to see is I'd like to watch you masturbate in front of me. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. How do you feel about How that? How do you
1: feel about that? Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think we can do that? And I have always personally found that the best time to do that is in the morning when you're having coffee or tea and you're stone cold sober Maybe because it's sunday
0: you, you have the day off you can lay in yeah. bed and experiment all
1: day because know? then you can process it mm-hmm. and some people are quick processes and they're going to look at you and say, that's a great idea let's run right up and do that now and some people might be I'm going to take a couple of days mm-hmm. to a couple of weeks to process it, And you've got to give them their time to do that. Yes. But start mm-hmm. slowly. Maybe just ask them if they'd like to masturbate. Or ask them if they'd yeah. like to watch you masturbate. Or
2: what they want to masturbate with. Because there's different things to masturbate with. There's this little guy right here. What's this guy called again?
1: Mm, charmed.
0: Which is super powerful.
1: Yeah, it's a very... And you can maybe you give this to your partner. As a present. It's a necklace as a present. And go, look, baby, I love you. And here's a little... Here's a little vibe Here's you can a jerk wear off-y toy. and you can masturbate for me. And Here's
2: a little jerk coffee toy or like a big one that plugs into the fucking wall. Because there's different kinds of
1: yeah. jerking yeah. off. But start, start slow. Start slow. Mm-hmm. Don't go out of anybody's comfort zone. Yeah. Because that'll screw your relationship up for good. I yeah.
2: mean, I feel like sometimes it's fine. But also, like, I guess not if you're monogamous, which I'm decidedly not. And no. I guess
0: the next thing, so if you have that conversation with your partner and it goes one of two ways, either yes, they're super into the role play and you guys take it slow and you have fun and see where it goes, or they say no and they don't want it and they don't want to do the role play that you want to do, can you do it solo? Can you do role play alone? Yeah. I think, yeah. Hell yeah. So it's like we should definitely talk yeah, about it. Yeah, squat on that fucking demon day. If you have a very, like, I have some very specific role play scenarios that I don't think I could ever actually live out, honestly. Ooh, like can you too... tell us some that you can say that aren't, like, you um, know, things that we would get at? Because we could probably
1: make them... Happen. No,
0: um, I'm just curious. We have access I, well, I, I'm also I'm like, I love, I have a huge breeding fantasy. I don't actually want to be pregnant, but I love the fantasy of like being impregnated and being bred and all that being like tied down and having like 10 different guys just like fuck me until they come at me. I don't want that to actually, like, I don't actually want to be impregnated and bred by a bunch of random dudes, but I love the fantasy of it. So it's like, that's something I kind of accepted that with my partner, we can't really do in a, like, just one-on-one context. But you can talk about it. We can talk about it, yeah. Yeah. So
2: that's an incendiary topic, for sure, because it's not non-monogamy, but it's implied Mm -hmm. Mm non-monogamy. But I do think it's really healthy that you want to talk about it, and you don't want to do it. Yeah. That's, so
0: there's a lot of... I think a lot of women with, like, you know, gangbang or, like, you know, non-consensual fantasies... Can I blow your mind here? You can have that fantasy and not want it to, like, it's actually happen to you. It's definitely not just a woman thing. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people...
2: All genders want to be tied down and bred. Every single fucking kind of gender. In my vast experience with many people and many genders, also they very, all like, want to be fucking tied down. like, biological,
0: you know, like, it makes sense. It's really a biological thing. We want to procreate and extend mm-hmm. our species or whatever. It kind of taps into that, like, caveman part of your mind, I feel like. Yeah.
1: But... Did you did you start there when you were talking to your partner, or did you start with a, a a smaller topic and build up to that?
0: No, I'm pretty sure one of the first times we had sex, I told him, "Tell me you're gonna get me pregnant," and he went, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we should probably talk about that." <laughs> we got to this point, but from my experience, most men uh, are really into that. So, breeding, <laughs> breeding, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: breeding is a really really common
0: um, fetish that's pretty close to. That's actually probably um, like, my biggest like role play thing that I do. In my personal life is like a breeding. I guess that would be role play, right? Because I'm not actually. But if you
1: don't, if you don't want, if you want to participate in, it, but you don't want it to catch The scenario. Happen. Yeah,
0: like I want to participate it's in a scenario, scenario where someone's gonna like forcibly impregnate me you gonna impregnate me. Be like, I'm on birth control. You can't get me pregnant. You can try all day. And it's not gonna happen. You know. So. I like how you seem so nice and sweet, and then all of a
2: sudden it was fucking breeding <laughs> and you're just going on and on. I'm like, this is why we're friends. Just in there case you were curious about it, um, I think also the breeding fantasy can be a really great role play because it's something that has enormous consequences if you actually did it in reality. Mm-hmm. But in fantasy, there's no consequences, mm-hmm. and you can still kind of get like the trick in your brain, yeah. where like you can fucking have sex with a pig when it's a person and they're just dressed up like a pig. Mm-hmm. You're not really gonna have sex with a pig. That's mm-hmm. completely insane. Yeah. But doing things that are like simulated or just like kind of playing with the darker portions of your mind are really why roleplay is so good and so healthy because as a human being we all have these like really darker impl- like yeah, in- inclinations like Getting tied down, fucking a bunch of guys you don't know, which mm-hmm. obviously we all know is a really fucking bad idea. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we do it under control. Like swingers have done that, um, professionals have done that, but it's very controlled, and honestly, it's very, very fucking hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. So, talking about it and kind of pantomiming, mental pantomiming, yeah. can be a good way to have that experience without any of the bad consequences. Yeah, that's like, a really good point. And of with playing. the
0: solo play like even when I'm masturbating, like that's usually what I masturbate to—the idea of being like a you know, a bread piece of furniture in a room that like, again, that's not a situation that one just, I, I don't think I could pull off, like trying to organize a gangbang. Also, would you, you really want to? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Do you and, really
2: like people that much or you
0: just like the idea? I like attention. People? I like attention okay. a lot. So <laughs> I think that's what okay, it is. Like fair. you're saying about subs earlier. It's like most of them want attention. That's me. I yeah. just want attention. No, no, no. That's really most fair. Most are positive. But yeah. so it's like, that's why I like solo role play I guess in a way it's like because yeah. that's just not a fantasy that one I don't know if I even would want to make it happen if yes it did. Yes. and I think that's another important thing like you might really think you want to do this role play and like oh my god I want to be a sexy little pig so bad and then you might do it and be like I got that out of my system like I'm good now I don't really well there are going to gonna be anymore. things that you
1: walk start down that path and yeah. like 20 seconds and you're like nope not, yep, for, not me. for me <laughs> yeah. it was really good in my brain but uh, in real life way, it's not stop, happening. Don't force it. And, yeah and then yeah. just don't stop and go it. Sweetie, I really don't want to do this. Uh, how do you feel about? Oh, you don't want to do it either, or you really want to do it. We need to talk. Maybe yeah. put a but, pin at it, and
0: yeah. Maybe try again later. But if you're feeling like I don't like this, then just don't. Oh, do haven't it. you ever Listen started to, to do? Body, s- you know? Haven't you ever
1: started to do something weird and like right into it? You're like, nope, mm-hmm. nope, nope, nope.
0: No just stop just stop yeah just
1: stop look we can seg we're gonna segue into something else mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. we're gonna have snacks and then segue into something else yeah because yeah. we need a little break yeah we need a little break now
0: yeah. yeah give yourself time don't do yeah. don't like plan it in a way where it's like you know we have four hours to do this thing and make it work like if you don't have time to really like play with a scenario whether you know in a BDSM context like don't do yeah. it don't Put on a time constraint. Yeah,
1: and like I said, you're probably going to screw it up the first time or the first couple of times and just know that. And move forward and have fun. And learn from the experience.
2: Also, I feel like you could put a dildo in this, just in case anybody wants to be a kitty cat unicorn. I feel like that's a really important piece of information that you need. Dildo.
1: Thank you. Kitty cat unicorn. So, we are okay. gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, uh, Charlotte's gonna masturbate. Charlotte's gonna do a little, She's going to jerk a little, off. We're gonna talk about a little, a little fantasy role play thing that she could do. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're listening on the podcast, sorry, you are not going to get the video portion of Charlotte. So, come Cause on, that's remember, not how podcasts work, bro. That's not how podcasts work, you
2: man. You know so that. If you want to watch you're it, not watching it, you're listening to, to it. Come to
1: xruniversity.com and you other. can watch Charlotte. If not, and you're uh, listening to us right now, Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you got, we all hope you got something out of this, and we will see you next month. To the people on video, we'll see you in a quick minute.
0: Do a little demonstration.
1: This is Ian Rath. Thank you for downloading and enjoying the podcast. XRU is brought to you by extremerestraints.com. Extremerestraints.com and XRU believe that adults of all genders, orientations, cultures, identities, and abilities have the right to choose their sexual identity and express without fear of judgment or persecution. We support the right to intimacy and passion in sexual relationships, the pursuit of sex positive education and sexual desires, to help educate people to have healthy and fulfilling sex lives and to encourage sexual exploration and enhance sexual wellness.